Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, we got sports, we got football, we got basketball, we got music um, to talk about. Um, So obviously, let's just get straight to it. This is part two of the episode that I was going to do last week. Um, I did an episode last Wednesday uh, morning and I was going to do the part two on Friday. Um, Well, it's been a week already since part one. So this is part two coming out a week later. So... So yeah, let's just get straight into it. Um, you know, usual shit, music. Um, which I guess we could start off with that. I guess we could start off with music just to kind of start things. Out. Actually, no, let, let's just start off with what I really have on the list first. So let's talk about the XFL. Um, let's talk about like the games that already passed. Um, so the XFL uh, week four, uh, we're about to enter week five. And um, yeah, let's just let's just obviously start, you know, getting that shit done. Um, week four, the Guardians still suck. The Roughnecks are playing great. They're playing great football. Um, and right now, that team, like the the Houston Roughnecks, I mean, they destroyed the Guardians, forty four to sixteen. So that's all you got to know there. Um, the Sea Dragons, they defeat the Brahmas, fifteen to six. Um, so they get another W there. Arlington versus St. Louis. The Battlehawks get the W 24-11. So St. Louis gets another W there. And the Defenders, the D.C. Defenders, also are still 4-0 undefeated after defeating the Las Vegas Vipers 32-18. to um, So, yeah, um, right now the Guardians, they're 0-4. <laughs> they're 0-4. The Roughnecks are 4-0. The Sea Dragons are two and two. The Defenders are four and zero. The Battlehawks are three and one. The Vipers are zero and four. The Brahmas are one and three, and the uh, Renegades are two and two. So right now, um, entering Week Five, we got the first game, which is uh, tomorrow night between the Roughnecks and the Sea Dragons. Um, so yeah, again, the Roughnecks haven't lost a game since twenty twenty. So. Will that streak continue? Will they lose to the Sea Dragons tomorrow night? We'll have to wait and see. I don't think so. I think the Roughnecks are going to kill them, unfortunately. Um, next, we got the Defenders going up against the Battlehawks. Upset, but I think the Battlehawks are going to defeat the Defenders. I think they're going to get their first loss of the season. So let's see if the Battlehawks can get it done. Orlando versus Vegas. These are the two worst teams um, in the league right now, both 0-4. Um, so one is going to get a guaranteed win, right? I want the Guardians to get that win. I uh, Can we please get a win? Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. And then the last game is going to be on Sunday uh, or the 19th. Isn't isn't the 19th, I think, Sunday or let me see, 16th or, yeah, Sunday. Um, it will be Arlington versus the San Antonio Brahmas. So I think low-key the Brahmas might win this game, but I'm going to go with the Renegades. I'm going to go with the Renegades. So for week five... I got the Roughnecks defeating the Sea Dragons. I got the Battlehawks defeating the Defenders. I got the Guardians defeating the Vipers. And I got the Renegades defeating the um, the Brahmas. So those are my Week 5 XFL predictions there. Um, let's just kind of go through over here. Um, random shit. Okay, let's talk about the Jake, uh, Jake Paul versus Tom Fury fight. I mean, the fight was almost two weeks ago at this point, so... I'm not going to talk too much about the fight. Tommy Fury won the fight. He defeated Jake Paul um, in a 
split decision. Um, and, well, honestly, the split decision was kind of shocking because it was, to me, I really thought Tommy just kind of outboxed uh, Jake throughout the whole fight. It didn't really look like that much that Jake kind of, he, he, he looked kind of odd. Um, he didn't really look as fierce. He didn't look as powerful as his other um, fights. I mean, most of his other fights are just clear-cut knockouts, and he just looks like a powerhouse. Um, but Tommy definitely outboxed him in, in most uh, technical ways. Um, he did get knocked down once, but that wasn't enough to get Jake Paul a W there. Um, and they both got deducted like a couple points, back of the head, back of the, you know, on the back. So a bunch of points were deducted behind that as well. But uh, Jake Paul losing his first fight against a pro boxer in their prime or at least getting into their a young you know, about to enter their prime young boxer, the son, or not the son, the brother of uh, the brother of Tyson Fury. I mean, this is this is a man who comes from a a, a generation of full of generations of, of a boxing traditional family. And well, if he lost to Jake Paul, then it would have been really, really embarrassing. And God, God, God would have known if they fucking disowned him or whatever. Um, and it was a very satisfying win for Tommy Fury. Obviously, a lot of people were doubting him. Um, a lot of people were kind of just, like, not taking him as seriously because people thought he was, like, ducking from the fight and just kind of was just ignoring all the signs to try to fight or he was too scared of this and that. And to finally prove the world that he could fucking destroy Jake and that Jake could actually lose a fucking fight. Um, and all everybody, all the Jake, uh, Jake Paul haters came out their closet that day. Um, I do give respect to Jake Paul. I mean, look, um, I don't, I'm not a fan of this, dude. I really do not care. I don't really care too much about this man's like life. Um, I will watch his fights because you know I, hey, in real in boxing in the other sport of boxing, whether it's far from YouTube professional boxing, we we rarely get like really good fights. You know what I mean? So YouTube boxing or you know what is turning out to be pro boxing because it's you know. It's not just going on you. This is this is the zone. This is Showtime. This is pay-per-view events um, that people are paying to watch. So at this point, at this point, you could say this is at, at a technicality. This is pro boxing. But obviously, if we're just not counting Jake Paul as a pro boxer because he lost to a pro boxer, then well, I guess you won't give him credit because that's that's you know that's your problem and you choose if you want to give credit or not. But. Um, that was, that was something interesting. That was interesting of a fight. Um, and yeah, I mean, Tom, congratulations to Tommy Fury. Um, Jake Paul still got a bag even after a loss. But I bet it feels, it, it definitely feels uh, crazy to just, you know, not, not, not have that satisfying feeling of finally wanting to get this win. Um, but for Tommy, it definitely did. It definitely did that. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next, uh. Let's move on to the next thing. Okay, so we got a couple situations here that I want to talk about. Um, let's start off with uh, John Morant. Um, I'm not going to go too much in depth on it, like the whole situation. I think most people already know what happened with John Morant. Um, apparently, he was on Instagram Live, and he was flashing a gun. He was at the strip club, and he flashed a gun while he was on Instagram Live. Obviously, such a stupid thing he did. Um and then a couple days ago, it was uh, before that headline, um, he was accused of uh, beating up a 17-year-old and that, that he started a fight with him or that he uh, the 17-year-old the kid threatened to do something, which I'm not 
shocked that a 17-year-old kid would, like, I, I generally do believe that he would have, like, threatened John Moran for some reason, but John Moran is the, is the better person, is the bigger person. Um, he gotta, he can't just, you know, initiate something like that and just, you know, whatever. Um, but the whole situation that's gotten him suspended, it was actually announced today that he's actually going to be suspended for eight games without pay, even though after the incident that the NBA discovered and, and were, uh, they were concluding the whole situation, he was actually been not playing for the last three, four games. So technically this is like a 12 game, 11 game suspension right there. Um, and obviously without pay. So he won't be back until at least April. <laughs> at least April, that's around playoff time. So he would, you know, he'll have enough time to come back to the playoffs for the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are doing okay without him right now. But obviously down the stretch, it's going to be a little difficult. Um, John Moran obviously not showing. Um, you know, I, look, he, he, he had an interview with Jalen Rose today. It came out. I haven't seen the whole interview, but there's... You know, footage of obviously him just kind of apologizing. You know, hopefully he actually learned his lesson and just kind of brought him to the moment, made him sure that it's not a, it's you know, it's not one of those situations that just get worse and that he just you know, this is this is a warning for him. This was a warning for him and that he wants to make sure that this doesn't ever happen again. So as long as he can make sure that this this stays as a mistake, stays in the past. And he could just finally move on from it, then then you know that that will be it. But um, if not, then you know John Moran. I mean, his career is that, that his career is on the line, man. Um, Power raid. He they cut ties with John Moran. He you know he he just he's now the new. Um, he just got a new deal with Nike for his old shoes. Everything's going great, man. You know everything's going great and. For him to to, to, to kind of be this person that we all know he isn't, and that he was not raised to be some type of hood dude or any or or anybody or a wannabe gangster or whatever it is that he portrays, um, we know that that's not who he is, and that he's in a situation where literally almost any fucking person in the world would want to be in, um, maybe not even necessarily just for the money, but just. Maybe for the fame, or maybe just to be in a leverage, just just being in a situation where you don't have to rely on so many other things, that you're in the NBA, which the chances of you in the NBA is almost slim to none compared to the regular ass human beings that we see walking around on planet Earth. Because we don't just walk around, go to work, go to school, or whatever, and we just see an NBA player walking down the street. It's going to be a 0.0 whatever, whatever chance of that happening. And so he's a very rare situation. And he's a superstar. He's not just some regular ass, you know, he's just he's just he's just, he's just a regular guy that's sitting on the bench. He's a fucking superstar in the league. He could be the face of the NBA in any given year, you know, and and, and could win a championship, could win MVP. You never know, right? John Moran's one of the most exciting players in the league right now and and this is obviously damaging his image right now. So I hope that he could take this to heart, make sure that he doesn't commit these mistakes again, because that is seriously going to affect him even more, man. Um, Joe Mixon also apparently was in a situation with um, his ex-girlfriend exposing that he would that he used to threaten her, beat her, um, and also another instance that um, that there there he had like a he had his own kid and he had another kid playing outside. 
And then apparently he shot the kid because they like he got confused that another kid was like just playing with them outside. Something something like that kind of just didn't didn't absolutely did not fucking make any sense. I'm I'm not sure how even that escalated to be a thing, but for some reason that escalated to something. Um, and yeah, that was that was that for some fucking reason that was that. Joe Mixon, I I don't know what the hell was going on there. Um, eight years ago today, to pimp a butterfly came out. Eight years ago today, man, March 15, twenty fifteen. Uh, to Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar came out. That was Kendrick Lamar's third studio album. And it is one of the greatest fucking masterpieces in the world, huh? It is one of the greatest things you could you you will ever hear in music. Um, I don't think an album has topped that album since it came out in, in 2015. Um, Good Kid, Mad City is one of my favorite albums of all time. And me personally, I think just for more enjoyability... I'll probably put Good Kid, Mad City. But if you're telling me what I think is the better album, I'm definitely going to say Typical Butterfly. Because um, even though Real is probably what people say is Kendrick Lamar's like worst song on Good Kid, Mad City, even though I still bump it, even though I still think it's a great song, if it was on Typical Butterfly, it probably would be a skip. And it probably would be a song that would ruin the whole perfect album, you know, image of what you know to Pippa butterfly is because it's because it's a perfect album this it's flawless there's no fucking skips just like good kid mad city to me in my opinion but either way man that fucking album um you know what's crazy i don't even remember how i reacted when i first heard that album i think for me it, it got it was one of those like i it's 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 kind of sucks that i don't really really remember how I reacted the first time I heard the album, like, in length. But I definitely was feeling... I definitely enjoyed, like, King Kunta, um, Institutionalized, Wesley's Theory, like, You, or not You, I. Like, a lot of those songs at first listen and everything, but the rest of the deeper cuts, like, How Much a Dollar Costs, The Black of the Berry, um, Mortal Man, uh, Mama, like, all those, all those songs, it kind of took me a while to get into, just obviously because of the heavy message and... And just having to understand so many things, like, again, still to this day, man, every time you listen to Depend Butterfly, you always learn something new. I'm always catching something different. Even if it's something that I forgot from the last time, I'm always recatching shit. Like, it takes a while to, to get into a deep dive into this album. But as soon as, you know, you get into this album, you're, 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 on, a, you're on a roll, man. This album, for sure, has changed so many people's lives, and the perspective that Kendrick gives on this album is is is, uh, is undeniable. It really is fucking undeniable. It is it is truly one of the greatest fucking albums there has ever been, um, and that was that was that's just all I gotta say. It's just one of the greatest fucking albums I've ever heard in my life. I don't gotta say much, right? I really don't gotta say much. Um, okay. Let's call them. Let's stick to music. All right. So let's talk about uh, Rolling Loud, California. Rolling Loud, California. Let me just kind of recap. Let me look at the look at the headliners and all the people that performed. So I should have the list here somewhere. Where where is it? I should have it here somewhere. Where the fuck is it? Um. All right. I guess I don't have it. Um. But there was definitely some interesting performances. 
there's definitely some interesting performances there at Rolling Loud. Um, Future performed, Travis Scott performed, um, Uzi performed, uh, and they all did pretty good. Trippy Red performed, but I wasn't a big fan of Trippy Red's set. Um, he didn't he didn't perform anything from his last album, um, which was kind of weird. I, I didn't know why he didn't do that. Uh, Ski Mask had a he actually had a pretty good performance as well. I like Ski Mask's set. I hope he drops new music soon as well. Um, yeah, Travis obviously always killed it. Future killed it. Lil Wayne killed it as well. He performed with Nicki as well. Nicki came out. Um, I also liked Kevin Gates' performance. He's actually not a. I don't really. I've never really watched Kevin Gates' like performances and shit like that. But his performance was actually kind of decent. I ain't gonna lie, it was not that bad. Um, it was not that bad. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Um. Okay, let's move on to. Let's move on to Formula One. I guess Formula One. Let's go straight to Formula One. So last, uh, almost two weeks ago, um, was the first race of the season. It was the Bahrain Grand Prix, and Max Verstappen took the W, um, won the race, got first place. Um, Sebastian Perez took second place, and then Fernando Alonso got third place. So the defending champion, Verstappen, is obviously taking the number one spot at the moment. Um is he going to be the back-to-back -back champion? Um, there is going to be a race this weekend at Saudi Arabia at the Jida Cornici uh, Street Circuit. Um, so this Sunday, the 19th, there will be a race. What time will it be? It will be at 1 p.m. So good enough I don't got to wake up early in the morning and watch this race. Um, so yeah, Saudi Arabia, we'll see who wins that Grand Prix race. Um, but good win for Max Verstappen. Um, I saw the NFL Combine. Um, I'm not going to talk about everything about the NFL Combine, because to be honest with you, the NFL Combine is one of those uh, in events in the NFL where I really rarely check it out. To be honest with you, I think it's just like, like, I like the Combine, don't get me wrong, like the whole idea of it, but I do think for certain aspects, I think it's the most unnecessary thing for certain points, because I don't look at the Combine and, and treat it as like a as like a holy grail for like these players expectations i feel like a lot of players do live up to the hype do mo most of them obviously show again not all players show out to to be who they are at the combine tom brady had a fucking horrible combine but who is tom brady now exactly and there's many players that shine at the combine and where the fuck are they now like john ross who had the fastest 140 uh, meter dash or the 40 meter, 40 yard dash, excuse me. I mean, he did suffer injuries, but again, where, where is he now? Is he still with the Bengals? No. Um, and, and those are just like the main examples right there. Um, so I don't look at the combine as like a big factor for all these players. Um, it is interesting to see these players, you know, see their distance, see their time, see how, you know, practical their throws could be, you know, how, how, how mobile they can be, you know. I, I like to see certain parts, but I don't really be memorizing who be getting like the fastest time at the forty, or who has the highest vertical, or who has thrown the most accurate deep passes or short passes. I just kind of look just a little bit, a little bit. Um, I don't even know the names. I haven't even looked at the like the draft shit yet. Once, like, look, I got World Baseball. 
I got March Madness. Like, there's a lot of shit. I, have, I haven't I have even gone deep into, like, draft coverage. I barely even know a lot of uh, players getting um, entering the draft, at least a lot of first-round players. I'm still I'm not curious uh, yet to find out, but at some point soon I'm going to have to um, so I can be able to talk about it because the draft is late April. Um, so I do have the whole month of April to kind of get into a do mock draft and this and that. Um, so pretty much April, that will be draft month. That's when I'll actually dive in and shit to, to figure more shit out. Um, and then I'll give you guys more information on, uh, and then maybe I'll even bring back some combine stats because, you know, maybe that will actually help for me to look at the, like all these players that are probably going to get drafted next month. So we'll have to wait and see, but it's also, uh, it's also signing week, it's, uh, free agency right now. So Derek Carr going to the Saints leaving um, the Raiders, obviously, as he did last year, um, and now is going to be a New Orleans Saint. Uh, James Jameis Winston is still, as of right now, a New Orleans Saints, but he's planning to probably stay as a backup. He's staying as a backup. Derek Carr is there to take care of business. Um, the Ravens, they franchise tag Lamar Jackson. Um, so boom, bada bing, bada boom. Uh, Daniel Jones, they signed him. And uh, he's going to be getting paid $160 million for four seasons. Talk about getting fucking the bag and being overpaid as a motherfucker. Jesus Christ. That's And that's insane to me, man. That's insane to me. That's re- fucking ridiculous. I think, I don't, I don't think he's worth that much fucking money. After having one decent year, $160 fucking million, they're not going to pay Lamar that money. I mean, I fucking hope so, because if they're paying... If they're paying if they're paying Daniel Jones 160 million, you don't think Lamar deserves at least 190, 180, maybe even 200 million? Come on now, come on now, bro. That just that doesn't make sense to me. But you know they can do whatever the fuck they want, right? Um, Jalen Ramsey is going to the Miami Dolphins. Um, pretty good trade for us. Our cornerbacks are are pretty stacked. It looks like our secondary is gonna be looking good. Um, hopefully we get a good version of Jalen Ramsey and he's not getting cooked. We want the best cornerback in the league, so we want Jalen Ramsey to play like the best cornerback in the league. So thank you very much. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be the new starting quarterback for the Las Vegas Raiders after releasing Derek Carr, going to the Saints. As I just mentioned, he is now going to be the starting quarterback for the Raiders. So Jared Siddham, no, you're going to stay as a backup, dog. Nope, nope. Um, And honestly, the value for getting Jimmy G wasn't much. Um... Jimmy J, I think, should be a decent player for for the um, for Derek Carr, but they didn't really improve or decline from the trade. Like I feel like they didn't really get much. They didn't get much. Uh, they didn't have to give up much to get Derek Carr or Derek Carr, uh, Jimmy G. But they also didn't really improve much by getting Jimmy G. Um, I don't think it was a bad trade itself, though. I think it was a decent trade itself. Um, they're gonna have to use somebody who has been, you know, a serviceable guy. You know, Jimmy G is a decent quarterback at best, right? So I feel like if they could they can manage their way through and their offense is pretty stacked. Um and if their defense can improve, maybe the Raiders can actually be competent and actually show what they can be. You know, because they they have a lot of potential. And that team is too talented to not make the fucking playoffs or talented to not win at least a playoff game. Prove something more. And, that, and they were disappointing last year. Obviously, Josh fucking McDaniels. That guy is still on the team. And that's my biggest concern. 
When is that guy getting fired? Probably not this season because he's still there and it's fucking March. So that's going to be a big concern right there in itself automatically, right? But other than that, I think they could actually make some changes here. And they actually could compete with the Chargers and the Chiefs. And maybe even if the Broncos can step up, maybe the maybe the AFC West will hopefully remain or promise itself to be a very good division, as I thought it was going to be last year. And it was just the Kansas City Chiefs just, just dominating the whole thing. And the Chargers also played good, but we, we saw what happened in the playoffs. So not much to say there. And so who the 49ers are going to get? Or the, oh, so now with Jimmy G gone, you think it's going to be, oh, you think it's going to be Brock Purdy? He's going to be the starting quarterback now? Or do you think it's Trey Lance? Well, it looks like it might be Sam Darnold. Yeah. Um, Sam Darnold's probably going to be the starter for like a couple games, and then he's probably going to suck. And then he's going to probably be the backup, get benched. And then probably Trey Lance might start if he doesn't get, if he doesn't uh, get traded as well. I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't think Sam Darnold's going to do much. He didn't do much in Carolina. I don't think he's going to do much here in San Francisco. I mean, look, we know that that, that, that team, that quarterback system is the safest thing they could do because their whole team around them is stacked. So, yes, maybe Sam would actually have a good development because he has so many weapons around him, right? It's the 49ers. They did well with Brock fucking Purdy. Maybe they actually won't be bad with Sam Darnold, right? But I don't know, man. I just I just don't like Sam Darnold. I just don't think he's that guy. I don't, I don't think he's that guy. So I just don't know if that's really going to be the best option. But you know what? Fuck it. If, if, that's, if that's what they're going to give me, then I guess that is what it is, right? All right, that's that. Um, Wu-Tang and Nas, they're going on tour this year, and I'm trying to get fucking tickets. Um, I'm checking right now what are the tickets right now, like the pricing and shit. Um, but they're, apparently they're going to be coming into, they're going to be coming to Miami around September, I believe. So, shit, if they, uh, if I can find tickets soon enough, then I definitely should be attending a show over there same thing with drake and 21 savage because they're going to be coming to miami on june in june um i believe it will be june 28th uh wednesday june 28th at miami at the miami date arena um so look i'm gonna look into tickets to see if i can see wu-tang and nas and drake at 21 savage and i'm trying to see if um if i'm going to rolling loud miami this year as well so those are three festivals I'm trying to go. I was planning to go to that Future concert, but it's this Friday, and I think there's still tickets available. But like, why? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that, um, especially since I want to save up money to go to that Drake. Especially that Drake and Twenty One Savage concert, because I know motherfucker. The general admission is gonna start Friday, so on Friday comes, I'm gonna be the first one waking up the fucking morning and seeing the pricing. I've already seen people like, I've seen people say, uh. Uh, paying for pre-sale or that were already in the pre-sale right that there's people paying 500 for floor seats which i thought wasn't it was definitely fucking expensive i mean 500 for fucking floor seats is is great is crazy um but i honestly thought it was a little bit more but that's kind of the starting price 
if you don't buy them now, they're obviously what? Gonna get more expensive. So, I don't know. And then, I don't know. I'm scared that, like, the 300 sections are gonna be, like, 200 bucks. Because, let's be real. I'm... Drake, I want to see close enough. I don't really want to see this man from the 300 sections. Especially if I got to pay 200 or something. Fuck that. I, I don't want to pay 200 bucks just to be all the way barely at the top, almost touching the fucking ceiling of the whole arena. I, I can't. If we're talking 200 sections, if it's like 250, 300, depending on a good spot, maybe. Maybe, but I also don't want to spend too much money as well because also for the Wu-Tang and Nas, I mean, Wu-Tang and Nas, it won't be as expensive as Drake and 21 Savage, obviously, but also if I also want to spend 400 bucks on Rolling Loud because I think it's like, what, 400 to 450 bucks to go to Rolling Loud for three days, which, I mean, the fact that Rolling Loud Miami is probably going to be, it's probably cheaper than going to, a, to, going to this Drake and 21 Savage tour, I don't know. But then again, I mean, I gotta see who's going, who's gonna perform at Rolling Loud Miami. Because if it's, if if there are no, de- if there aren't, if it's tra- if it's not Travis Scott headlining, if it's not Future, if it's not Kendrick, if it's not Travis, if it's not or Wayne or whatever, it needs to be some good motherfuckers there. Like, like real, like, fuck, man. I kind of wish Kanye performed at Rolling Loud Miami. I kind of hope, I kind of hope he kind of does. I fucking kind of hope. Kind of like last year, he performed at Rolling Loud Miami. He had his whole set with Future. Um, I don't think Cuddy is going to perform there because obviously what happened last year with you fuckers just throwing shit at his face. (sighs) But if the lineup is good, but honestly, if Kendrick Lamar, if, if Kendrick and Travis Scott or even one or the other they come here to Miami and is a headliner this year, I'm probably going to have to buy tickets. I might have to cop. I might have to cop. No no cap. I might have to cop. I'm going to be real. That's just what I think, to be real with y'all. Um, okay, let's move on to the next shit. Um, speaking of festivals, Dreamville Festival. It's going to be April 1st and April 2nd, and Drake is going to be performing there. Um, he's going to be performing Sunday, April 2nd. Um, with J. Cole and Drake performing both there. Summer Walker is also going to be there. J.I.D., Glorilla, Boz. So it's going to be pretty f- interesting to see this. Um, and the headliner for day one is going to be Usher. That's pretty interesting. And then Lil Dark, Ari Lennox, and City Girls. Um, should be interesting, though. I mean, I'm not going to be going, but shit. Definitely interested to see how the, the, the show goes and shit like that. Um, so that should be pretty fun to watch. Um, let's move on to the next part. Um, there was new rules in spring training. Um, the, the pitching clock is finally a thing now in MLB with now that the limited amount of time you have to throw a pitch and get in the box. It's like 15 seconds. So if you don't get ready to throw within those 15 seconds or step out, um, then that can either cause an out, that can either cause a strike. Depending on the situation, there is a pitch clock to move the game a lot faster, to kind of make it more efficient. So that's kind of the main thing. The bases are now bigger, so now people can steal bases a little bit more frequently. Um, the shift kind of is like vanishing a bit. So now it's not uh, a second baseman can't be all the way in the outfielder or a third baseman can't be like the shortstop. Uh, in the opening gap, um, 
kind of like how I used to, to kind of have like other people batting off. Um, so it's going to look a little bit different now with that, but that's kind of just that there. Um, what else do I got here? Um, Melly Mel, some old school rappers said that Eminem and Kendrick Lamar were overrated when it comes to like their influence. Yeah, uh, Bozo, clown of the day. Eminem and KDOT overrated when it comes to their influence. What what are you what are you, what are you on? Um, especially Eminem. I know that Kendrick is not the most influential, right? Um, compared to Eminem, compared to Kanye, compared to a bunch of other rappers, probably you know what? Fair enough. You won't say Kendrick is the most, but Eminem is isn't isn't that. I'm not gonna speak on that. I, I y'all just know that that's a fucking hor horrific take right there. Um, is Drake retiring soon? I fucking hope not. Um, so Drake and Twenty One, Drake and Twenty One, Drake and uh, and Lil Yachty uh, had an interview out a couple weeks ago, and they were kind of Lil Yachty was asking Drake about about like when is the time? When do you think it's time gonna be? over for you when you think is really going to be the end of his career this and that blah 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 and Loki looks like Drake might be coming to an end at some point um I don't know I don't think that he's I don't my opinion I don't think he's going to retire just yet but we'll, we'll just have to wait and see on that man we'll just have to wait and see on that I really wouldn't really think that would be the case though but uh, you know we'll just have to wait and see um, a couple of days ago was March 13th, and that was a three-year anniversary since the pandemic started, since Eternal Take, the Deluxe, came out since three years ago till, you know, this day. It just felt a lot different, um, the pandemic starting three years ago. It's, it's insane how it's already been three fucking years. Um, it's just it's just insane to me. That's, that's wild. That's wild to me. Um... What else do we got here? Tyga and Avril Lavigne are apparently are dating. Okay, that's that's interesting. That's a new one right there. Um, don't know what I don't know what to say there. The Nick Kids Choice Awards. I don't I don't I don't know who won anything. I'm not gonna check who won the Kids Choice Awards, but I know it was going on the same weekend as uh, Rolling Loud. Uh, California, but just to just to you know say that I guess whatever. Um. Okay, so the Idol, it's a new show that's gonna be coming out on the weekend, or with starring the weekend and also the weekend directing co-directing the show. Um, it's gonna be coming out at some point this year. Um, and obviously I'm very interested to watch the show, but there was a controversy between Weekend and and Sam Levinson and and a bunch of other people with or mostly just them actually it was just the it was just them um the directors themselves um originally the show had a female director that it was gonna be more of like a female perspective of like hollywood and how like they take advantage of like women and certain shit like that that's kind of how the show was being portrayed and so now, uh, apparently, since they fired that female director and now brought in Sam Levinson and The Weeknd, it's more of like, no, we're kind of like making it seem like now we are like, we're making the show illustrate and like glorify like, we do this shit to women. And this, like, we're going to tell y'all, face to face, make a show. This is what 
men do to women. This is how we treat them. This is what we do. And obviously, it's not the prettiest of things you could imagine. Um, and from the female aspect, you can, under, you can be more tolerable to the character because you're like, wow, that's fucking terrible. I feel bad for her that she's be, even being treated like that. But now the show is kind of being portrayed of like, oh, this is... She's she's getting she's getting R I P E D. That's whoa. Like kind of glorifying it, kind of like Euphoria when they you know people saying that it glorifies like drug abuse and shit like that and like rape and shit like that. At first, I was kind of lenient and not really saying much like that. I wasn't really thinking like they were really glorifying it, but the fact that they fired the female director just because the show had to switch something different and now it's like no we're not letting this woman make this show about the female perspective that these girls are taking advantage no we're gonna make the show make sure that yes they're getting taken advantage of but like to make it seem like yes we're the we're doing this to them this is the truth behind it and the weekend also being like on the show and also directing it is kind of weird i don't i don't know i'm i'm probably gonna watch the show either way I'm probably gonna watch the show. Again, it's HBO, so it's gonna it's gonna be something crazy. It's it's not gonna be an easy show to watch. It's gonna be a show where it's gonna be filled with controversy. Well, hell, I'm talking about it. The show hasn't even come out, and there's already people fucking canceling it. Let's let's not let's not even try to bring this much attention. This and that. I don't know what else to say, but that's that's the case. That's the case right there, I guess. Um. Well, fuck it. Um, the World Baseball Classic is out right now, and it's been out for about a week. I already did my predictions when the tournament started, what, March 9th or March 10th. Um, so I'm just going to give you all my initial predictions. That I haven't changed it. So look, March, March 10th. Um, at 2.32 in the morning, wow, I was up very fucking late that night. Um, and yeah, so this is what I had initially. So in Poi, I had Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, Panama, and Chinese Topay. In Pool B, I had Japan, Australia, Korea, Czech Republic, China. In Pool C, I had the U.S., Colombia, Mexico, Canada, and Great Britain. And in Pool D, I had Dominican Republic, uh, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Israel, and Nicaragua. In the quarterfinals, I had Netherlands versus Australia, Cuba versus Japan, DR versus Colombia, and then US versus Puerto Rico. In the semifinals, I had DR versus Netherlands, Japan versus US. And then in the championship game, I have DR versus the US, and I have the US winning it all. Those are my predictions, right? But let's 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 go over what's actually what what is it actually what's actually happening right now. Um so the first quarterfinal game was Australia versus Cuba. It was Australia versus Cuba and Cuba won. So now Cuba's the first team to make it to the semifinals. Um tomorrow will be Italy versus Japan, which is the second quarterfinal game. So whoever wins will win there. Um right now Puerto Rico and Dominican Republic are playing and the winner of this game will move on. Um and then if the US defeats Colombia tonight at 10, then the US also advances. Um, and Mexico, okay, so Cuba, Italy, they advance in pool A. Japan, Australia advance in pool B. Uh, Mexico, 
And right now, maybe Canada or maybe the U.S. is going to advance from Pool C. And then Venezuela wins Pool D. But the winner of DR versus PR or Puerto Rico versus Dominican Republic will win. Will get second place and they will move on to the next round, which is crazy. I had Dominican, I had Dominican Republic making it to the final. And they're losing right now 5-2 to two to Puerto Rico. If they don't win this game, they're out. And, and Venezuela, bro, they... I mean, I knew they were going to be nasty, but holy shit, they are incredible, man. 4-0. Honestly, Japan-Venezuela right now is looking like, you know, these, these those are the only two teams who haven't lost a game so far is Japan and Venezuela. I don't think Venezuela might make the final. I mean, that's just what I think. I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But Japan, I think I think they're making it to the championship. Venezuela, I think they might lose in the semis to probably either the U.S. or maybe, you know, the winner of PRDR. Um, shit, maybe even Mexico. I don't think Mexico's going to defeat fucking Venezuela, though. Um, Colombia's 1-2, and two, and we, we beat Mexico. This is so fucking weird, though. Colombia is the only team that's beaten Mexico, but Mexico won the group stage, 3-1. and one. We lost to Great Britain, and we lost to Canada. Great Britain sucks. They're booty cheeks. They're 1-3. and three. We play against the U.S. today. Win or lose, Colombia's out. They're not going to move on, which fucking sucks, right? If we would have beaten Great Britain, Great Britain, it would have been a better chance. It could have been a fucking better chance, but no. We lose to fucking Great Britain, and that sucks, right? Um, in Pool B, Japan sweeps 4-0. Australia, they lost today to Cuba, but they won. They got second place in Pool B, 3-1. Uh, Korea didn't make it 2-2. Czech Republic, 1-3. And, and China was horrific. They were 0-4. And crazy enough, Pool A, every single team, Cuba, Italy, Netherlands, Panama, and Chinese Topay, they all ended 2-2. Two two. No, seriously, 2-2. Two, two two. Every single team. Every every single team two and two, but the the run differential and everything for Cuba and Italy that's why they were able to win the group. Um, so yeah, I mean tomorrow we have Italy Japan at six in the morning the second quarter final game. We're in the bottom of the seventh right now between Puerto Rico and DR. Uh, Puerto Rico's up five to two, and then at ten we have the U.S. versus Colombia. At this point, I mean, the U.S. could win because the Colombia is out, so I'm going for the U.S. to win the game. I don't know if the, I don't know if the U.S. lose to Colombia, which I don't think that might happen, but I think Canada advances if we lose to Colombia, which let's, let's just not fucking do that. Let's just not, let's please, U.S., please get it done. Don't lose to fucking Colombia today, especially since Colombia's already out. There's nothing they can do about it, like... Fuck them playing spoilers. No, they didn't deserve it. They didn't make it. Blah blah blah. So fuck that. We're not trying to. We're not trying to do anything else right there. Um, so that's that. Whatever. Um, let me go over some albums that I've been listening to. So four albums. Let me go over that Yeet album that came out. Uh, to be honest with you, I wasn't a big fan of that Yeet album. I'm gonna just be straight honest with y'all. That Yeet album was kind of mid. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, I, I've only heard it once. But I haven't really planned to go back to it, so that's not much it. College Park by Logic came out, and I've been fucking with it. 17 songs, a minute, 7 seconds. Um, Lightsabers I've been bumping. Uh, Clone Wars, Playwright, uh, Gathersburg Freestyle, Seth Meditation, 
with Seth MacFarlane, the creator of fucking Family Guy. He fucking killed it. Uh, Shimmy with Joey Badass was cool. Paradise 2 with Nora Jones. Come on down with Jordan uh, Harris. That's one of Logic's hardest songs in like the past five years or whatever. Um, High Life was cool. Lightyear was a great outro. Um, 38 and 90, like the coordinates for some specific location. I don't know why that was a title with CJ Doc Castro. The album is pretty good. I am, I'm, I've been enjoying it. I'll probably give it like a like a high seven, low eight probably. I've been I've been enjoying the album. It's actually not that bad. It's pretty fucking good. Um, Don Tolliver, he dropped Love Sick Deluxe, twenty songs. At first listen, second listen, I wasn't even a big fan of this album. Now after maybe like six seven listens, no pull off the deluxe. Fire. I've been bumping No Pole like fucking crazy. It's on my repeat playlist. I'll show you my repeat playlist in a minute. Um, Embarrassed Travis Scott with the Travis Scott feature. Pretty good. Geronimo. What the fuck is that? Uh, Luckily, I'm having with Tizo Touchdown. I didn't like that song. Love Sickness was a good intro um, to the album when it came out, before the deluxe came out. Let Her Go was a good song with James Blake. Leader Club, I'm kind of indecisive with this song. I don't really like it as much, but it's kind of catchy, so I kind of fuck with it. Uh, For Me with Kylie Uchis, I'm not the biggest fan of the beat, but they both sound great. Go Down, uh, Tis a Korean, pretty good. Time Heals All, not for me. Leather Coat, not that great. Honeymoon was pretty good. Private Landing, Justin Bieber ruined the song for me. I'm sorry. Future kind of spazzed. The Hook is also kind of okay. Slow motion with WizKid, that's a banger. I fuck with that. Do It Right is fucking trash. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't like that song. If I Had with Charlie Wilson, good song. Decent. I haven't bumped in that. Uh, Company Part 3 was pretty good. Bustad with Brent Fires was decent. Cinderella with Tora and Moy. Underrated, I like that one. And Encouragement was okay. So the album itself, like, it's also like a... Like a like a mid mid six, kind of mid six high six nah high six, maybe, like a six point eight six point seven something like that. It was a it was a, okay. Listen, it wasn't that bad. I mean, I thought I but from first listen I thought it was like a five out of ten or something. So it went from a five out of ten to a six, almost a seven out of ten. So some improvement, but not not really not not really so much. But I'm definitely listening to a couple other songs. But there's some songs that I just like his vocals. Excuse me, y'all. My bad. I have shit on my fucking nose. Um, but I wasn't the biggest fan of the, the of the production around. I was kind of disappointed on the production throughout the whole album on certain parts of the album. Um, Kaliucci's also dropped her new album, Red Moon and Venus. I'm super excited to see her in concert next uh, month in April. So we got the album. To listen to we got new songs from the album to listen to so for sure uh, so we got obviously in my garden which was just an intro song 20 something seconds just giving us a simple message i wish you roses the single first single off the album pretty fucking good really love that song worth the way with amar amar paulo was pretty good love between was really good on mine fantasy with don Tolliver. como te quiero yo was pretty good hasta cuando was okay Endless was good. Moral Conscience, fire. Not Too Late Interlude was cool. Blue was cool. 
Deserve Me with Summer Walker. I, I kind of wanted more out of this collab. I thought it was okay, but like I, I thought this was going to be one of the best songs on the album. But it was just alright. Moonlight, really good. Really like that one. And Happy Now is good. This is definitely better than Love Sickness. Definitely better um, than Don's album. This is probably like a middle seven. High seven, maybe. Around that, around there. This album was pretty good. It's pretty consistent, in my opinion. I've been listen I've been bumping that uh that Red Moon and Venus. I've been bumping that shit. Let me let me look at my on repeat playlist for y'all right now, just to just to just to you know check it. Um so I got 7 12 p.m. by Future still on there. Wishy Roses, Oh My God by New Jeans, uh Out of Time is still there, Rich Flex is still there, Feel the Fire is still there, No Pole, Attention by New Jeans again, Privilege Rappers, Blind, Atlantis. I feel so pretty. Um, Boys a liar part two. That song's catchy. Fully loaded. Slow motion. Moral conscious. Nightcrawler. Uh, beat it. Brand new not eleven. Um, same problems. Helmets. Uh, Love sickness. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty good list, right? Yeah. Beetle bongs. Company part three. Uh, the Black Seminole, like, that's just all, that's just the songs that I've been listening to on repeat at the moment. Um, today, I've only, today I only heard uh, two albums. I heard uh, the Twin 88 album, the collab album with Janae Aiko and Big Sean, and Graduation by Kanye, because I was on TikTok and I heard Can't Tell Me Nothing, I'm like, eh, I want to listen to the album again. And that's, that's exactly what I did. I'm probably going to listen to, like, what, what album we want to listen to today? Uh... I'm probably gonna listen to like the Blueprint, Jay Z. I haven't heard that album in a little while, so I'm a, I'm gonna be listening to the Blueprint once again. Revisit that album again. That album's fucking great. Um, horrible rappers, tearless. What was that? Oh right, this was a while ago. This was like almost a month ago. I saw this tier list, um, and it was some random like generator tier list that a, a group of people did, and it had b ranking a bunch of rappers, but. Yeah, some people were placed at a very, very, very weird spot. I just did not understand why they were placed there. In the trash list, we got Zilakami, Tierra Whack, Injury Reserve. Tierra Whack is definitely not trash. Um, Injury Reserve is also definitely not trash. MC Ride, even though I don't like anything of his music with uh, Death Grips, I I could at least acknowledge like his experimentation and like goes beyond and forth and the production sounds good as well but um almost always lacks in quality mf doom is somehow in the list absol killer mike yeah i don't get it run the jewels freddie gibbs rico nasty what the fuck lp isaiah rashad like i don't understand why they're almost lacks in quality that's some bullshit and then in the occasionally good but not consistent Lil Dicky, what the bro? This man's fucking trash. Bad baby, Lil Zan. How the fuck is Danny Brown and Lil Zan in the same tier list? That makes no sense to me. Um, ASAP, uh, not ASAP Rock. Um, Tyga, what the fuck? Take Take K, Hobson, JPEG Mafia. Why the fuck are they all here? I don't understand. And then in the good but not great. Whoa, is that a foul ball or is that a home run? That's that's foul. Um, 
in the good but not great t- uh, category, we have the baby, Corday, Little Pump, JID, Little Baby, Nas, 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 Logic, Ice. Why the fuck is Ice Cube and Little Pump in the same tier list? What you know? You know you have a fucking problem with a tier list. You know what a tier list is automatically just completely invalid if you have Ice Cube and Lil Pup in the same fucking tier. That's ridiculous. Why is Rihanna on the tier list? Okay. Um. And then we got the very talented, nearly flawless, but not top tier. Post Malone. Childish Gambino, 21 Savage. Lil Wayne is not top tier. You, sir, are a fucking dumbass. Um, Jay-Z is not top tier, apparently. Okay, Future Thug of Trap Music, The Goats. But no, no. And then in the best in the game go category, we have Kendrick. Okay, Kanye. Okay, J. Cole. Fine. Drake, okay, Eminem, cool. Travis, mm, uh, I'll put him in very talented, because he is, but I don't think go. And Uzi, same thing, way too high. Uzi, way too high. He's not one of the best in the game. I love Uzi, but he's also in the same place as Travis Scott, very talented, um, and they're very consistent artists. Uzi has, like, one album that I'm not a fan of, and that's that co- a future collab tape. Um and Eternal Take, I love, I like Eternal Take, okay? I don't give a fuck, people don't liking that album. I fuck with it. And the last EP was also dope. I'm waiting on Pink Tape. Also, Pink Tape, supposedly it's going to be dropping in May. Utopia in June, maybe? Pink Tape in May. We may be getting some, two of the biggest rap albums dropping in back-to-back months. I'm just saying. Pink Tape in May and Utopia maybe in June. That's what I hope for, please. Can the gods just do me a favor and just drop those fucking albums for me, please? The whole fucking world wants to listen to it. But you know what? I do not give a fuck right now because right now, it's college basketball. March Madness has officially begun, or it will begin. The first round of March Madness will begin tomorrow at noon. And I got to do my bracket. So I'm going to be doing my main bracket. I'm going to be doing my first bracket for the women's. And then for the men. So let me just get it done. Real fucking quick. Let me just get it done with. Real quick. Okay. Let me just go on March. The website shit. Okay. Tournament challenge. ESPN tournament challenge. Boom, boom, boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Log in. Let me just log in real quick. Because, you know, your boy needs to do that. Just I just I couldn't log in before recording. Let me just do the shit first, and then we're gonna get we're gonna get straight into it. Um, okay, boom. We're gonna do the women's tournament first, I guess. Again, this is just what I think. Whoever, blah blah blah. Like it's not like whoever I think is gonna win. Whoever I think is gonna win. Do not come after me. It's just my opinion. Okay. So don't fucking come after me. All right. That's it. All right. So this is the women's bracket first. We got South Carolina versus North Folk Steak. Give me South Carolina. Um, wait, why is this like not big? Can can I can I like do this big? Like why is it 
create a bracket. There we go. Now it's big. I don't know why it was like just kind of half full. All right, South Carolina. Give me South Carolina. South Florida versus Marquette. Give me Marquette. Um, Oklahoma versus Portland. Give me Oklahoma. UCLA versus Sacramento State. Give me UCLA. Creighton, Mississippi State. Give me Mississippi State. North. Uh, Notre Dame versus Southern Utah. Give me Notre Dame. Arizona, West Virginia. Give me West Virginia, the 10th seed. Maryland. Holy Cross. Give me Maryland. Stanford winning that one. Ole Miss. Gonzaga. Give me Gonzaga. Drake and Louisville. Give me the upset for Drake. Uh, Texas and East Carolina. We Give me Texas. Colorado, MTCU. Give me Colorado. Duke and Iona. Give me Duke. Florida State, Georgia. Give me Georgia. Iona. Give me Lu SE, Louisiana, the 15 seed. Shocking the second seed. Give me that big upset right there. Indiana, moving on. They're the first seed. Miami, Oklahoma State. Give me Miami. Washington State, FCGU. Washington State. Villanova, Cle Cleveland State. Give me Cleveland State. Michigan, UNLV. Michigan, LSU, Hawaii, give me LSU. NC State, Princeton, give me NC State. Utah, Gardner-Webb, give me Utah. Virginia Tech, Chattanooga, give me Virginia Tech, the number one seed. USC, South Dakota State, USC. Iowa State, Toledo. Toledo, give me Toledo. Texas, or not Texas, Um, excuse me. Uh, St. Louis or Tennessee, give me Tennessee. North Carolina, North Carolina, Utah State, give me, no, not Utah State, uh, Ohio State over James Madison, Alabama or Baylor, the 7 or the 10th seed, give me Alabama, the 10th seed, UConn, Vermont, give me, uh, give me UConn, give me UConn, give me UConn, that's fine. All right, now we're in the round of 32, so we're in the second round now. So South Carolina Marquette, give me South Carolina. They're the only undefeated team, I think, in college uh, basketball, women's college basketball. Oklahoma, UCLA, give me Oklahoma. Mississippi State, Notre Dame, give me Notre Dame. West Virginia, Maryland, give me Maryland. Stanford, Gonzaga, give me Stanford. Drake, Texas, give me Texas. Duke, Colorado, give me Colorado for an upset. The six defeating the three seed. And Georgia versus SC Louisiana. Give me Georgia. Um, okay. Indiana versus Mi <clears throat> Indiana versus Miami. Upset. Give me Miami. Um, Washington State versus Cleveland State. Washington State. Michigan LSU. Give me Michigan. The upset. Um, Utah versus NC State. Give me Utah. Virginia Tech USC. Give me Virginia Tech. Te uh, Tennessee Toledo. Give me Tennessee. Notre, uh, why do I keep saying Notre Dame? North Carolina or Ohio State, North Carolina. For the upset, the six beating the three. And Alabama, UConn, give me UConn as well. All right, now we're in the Sweet 16, guys. South Carolina, Oklahoma, give me South Carolina. Maryland and Notre Dame, give me Notre Dame. Beating the three, the three seed beating the two seed. Uh, Stanford versus Texas, give me Stanford. Uh, Georgia versus Colorado. Give me Colorado. Miami versus uh, <clears throat> Washington State. Give me Washington State. Utah versus Michigan. Give me Utah. Tennessee versus Virginia Tech. Give me Virginia Tech. Notre Dame, UConn. Give me UConn, I guess. All right, now we're in the Elite Eight. South Carolina, Notre Dame. South Carolina making it to the Final Four. Stanford, 
making it to the Final Four. Utah, the two seed, making it to the Final Four. And then UConn, making it to the Final Four. So I have the new, the two number one seeds and the two number two seeds going off against each other in the Final Four. So which number one seed will advance? Stanford or South Carolina? South Carolina. And UConn versus uh, Utah? UConn. And who I think is going to win? South Carolina. South Carolina is going to win 68 to 62. 66. 68 to 66. Yeah, I don't care if it's basic, if they haven't lost a game. They haven't lost a game for a reason and they might and and i think it's a little bit easier in the women's bracket i do think it's it's in the men's bracket it's a lot more unpredictable you know gonzaga were all the way undefeated just two years ago and then they lost their first game in the national championship to baylor so anything could happen right i have south carolina winning it in, in the women's uh bracket but you know what i gotta take my chances you know what i mean i i gotta i gotta do my thing I got to do what's best for me. <laughs> That's what I got to do. All right. Let me do this shit. All right. Now for the men's bracket. Let's do this shit, man. <clears throat> my picks, my opinion, I could be so wrong because I will be wrong. I'm going to get a lot of these picks wrong. No one will ever have a fucking perfect bracket. And if you do better than me, congratulations. You want a cookie or something? I don't have a cookie. Go buy one at fucking... Uh, go go to Crumbie. <laughs> go to Crumbie. Go to Subway. Go wherever the fuck you get your cookies at and get it there. Go to Night Owl. Wherever the fuck you get your cookies, you get it there. I'm not giving it to you. Cause, and, I, and I wish I had cookies right now. So if you do better than me, congratulations. Okay? You're not better than me. No one's. No one is an expert at this. The experts are not experts. This is just my fucking opinions. Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. Alabama, Texas A&M. Alabama. Alabama. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like too far from it. All right. Maryland, West Virginia. Give me West Virginia. No, actually, no. Give me Maryland. Give me Maryland. Maryland. San Diego State, Charleston. Give me San Diego State. Furman or Virginia? Give me Virginia. Creighton or NC State? Give me Creighton. Baylor or USC? Give me Baylor. No upsets yet. Not yet. Until now. I'm going I'm to have Utah State defeating Missouri. The 10 beating the 7. Princeton or Arizona? Give me Arizona. Purdue, FDU. Give me Purdue. FAU or Memphis? Give me FAU. Duke over Oral Roberts for sure. Louisiana over Tennessee. Give me Louisiana. Fuck it. Upset. 13 over 4. Give me Providence. Maybe Providence. Give me Providence over Kentucky. Another upset right there. 6 and 11. Um, Kansas State over Montana State. Michigan State over USC. And then Marquette over Vermont for sure. Okay. Um, Houston versus North uh, Kentucky, give me Houston. Iowa, Auburn, give me Auburn for, I guess, an upset. Nine beating the eight seed. Drake and uh, U Miami. Um, a lot of people are picking Drake for the upset. 
I mean, I could see it. The, the 12 seed always beats a 5 seed at least once or twice in the tournament. I don't think it's going to be this one, though. Give me Miami. Please, Miami, win at least one or two games. I think I have them probably making it to at least the 6-16, six, 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 the Sweet 16, but I'm not sure. We'll see. Indiana, Kent State, give me Indiana. Iowa State, Pittsburgh, give me Pittsburgh. They won in a nail-biter yesterday in the first four, and they're going to make it past the first round. So they're going to make it to the second round. Let's see. Xavier, Kennesaw State. Give me Kennesaw State. Fuck it. <laughs> Whatever. Shit, maybe that will work. Penn State, Texas A&M. Give me Penn State. Another upset. Texas versus Colgate. Mm, um, give me Texas. Probably. Kansas versus Howard. Give me Kansas. Arkansas versus Illinois. Uh, give me Arkansas. St. Mary's versus VCU. Low-key, give me VCU. I'm not going to lie. UConn, Iona, give me UConn. Tech, TCU or ASU, Nevada, give me TCU. Gonzaga over Grand Canyon. Boise State over Northwestern. And then UCLA over Onsville. Thing, whatever. All right, second round, round of 32. Maryland, Alabama, give me Alabama. San Diego State, Virginia, give me San Diego State. Creighton, Baylor, give me Baylor. Utah State, Arizona, Utah State. Yes, the 10th seed, Utah State, making it to the Sweet 16. Purdue, FAU, give me Purdue. Louisiana or Duke, give me Duke. Kansas State or Providence, Providence is moving on to the Sweet 16. Michigan State, Marquette, give me Marquette. Uh, I could put Michigan State. I Honestly, I don't know. Houston, Auburn, give me Houston. Miami, Indiana. Give me Miami. Give me Miami. Thank you. Thank you. Pittsburgh or Kennesaw State? Give me Kennesaw State. Penn State or Texas? Give me Texas. Arkansas and Kansas. You know, I, I'm 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 thinking Arkansas. I'm thinking Arkansas defeating Kansas. I don't think Kansas is gonna make it to the Elite Eight, but do I have them making it to the Sweet Sixteen? Nope. Nope. Defending champions, they're gonna get knocked down the second round. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. It had to be done. Arkansas is gonna take them down in the second round. <sighs> I have to do it. I'm sorry, Kansas. I hope y'all do better than that, but you know. I gotta, I gotta be brave. I gotta be tough. This is, this is when I can go crazy and know what, and I can get away with it uh, for being wrong. VCU, UConn, give me VCU, I guess. TCU, Gonzaga, Gonzaga should take it. Boise State, UCLA. I want that rematch. I want a Gonzaga UCLA game in the Sweet 16. Cause did you not see that Final Four game a couple years ago? That was one of the craziest fucking basketball games I've ever seen in my life. Especially college basketball. That had to be probably the most entertaining college basketball game I've ever seen. Or at least or at least in the in, in March Madness, that Gonzaga UCLA game in the final four was insane. The whole game itself was closed. The overtime, the buzzer beater by Jalen Suggs. It was peak fucking basketball basketball entertainment. It was amazing. So I would love to see that rematch in the Sweet Sixteen. Can that happen, please? That's what I want to see for sure. Now we're in the Sweet Sixteen. Alabama, San Diego State. Give me Alabama. Baylor, 
Utah State, give me Baylor. Purdue, Duke. I like Duke. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Purdue is a very good team. They have that one tall, uh, tall ass guy. Like he's probably like gonna be a top five pick in the draft if he commits um, to the draft next year, um, or um, this year in the summer. Um, and I heard he's been fucking going crazy. Um, and to be honest, I don't know who's fucking stopping that guy. But honestly, I could see that. I could see this Duke team probably defeat them. So you know what? Give me Duke defeat Purdue. Take the, the number five seed defeating the number one seed. Upset. Duke defeats Purdue. Um, and Providence versus Marquette. Give me Marquette being Providence there. Um, and then Houston versus Miami. Give me Houston. Texas versus Kansas State. Give me Texas. Arkansas. VCU. Give me Arkansas. And then Gonzaga. UCLA. I'm probably going to go with UCLA. I think UCLA is gonna get the they're is they're gonna get their um, the revenge against Gonzaga this time around. I think that UCLA team is dangerous. That UC that UCLA team is fucking crazy, man. Um, and Gonzaga they they're a great team, but haven't made as much noise as, uh, compared to UCLA this year, and also hasn't been as consistent. Um, while UCLA has been in the top five, top three in the rankings like almost the whole year. Same with like Alabama and Purdue and Houston. So, those teams are definitely going to make it far. Now we're in the Elite Eight, guys. We got Alabama versus Baylor. Give me Alabama making it to the Final Four. Duke Marquette. Give me Duke. Give me Duke. Give me Duke. Austin, Houston versus Texas. Do I have Houston winning it? Okay, look. I have a number one seed and I have a number five seed. Now I have to pick between a number one or a number two seed. I don't think two number one seeds are going to make it, man. Give me Texas. Fuck it. Oh, give me Texas. Give me Texas. They destroyed Kansas. Maybe, maybe. I think Texas could have a chance. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see that battle real quick. Like, uh, Houston versus Texas. Like, let me just look at the battle. Um... Houston is only one and one against another top five, top twenty-five opponents. Um, while Texas is nine and six, okay, they average more points per game. I think honestly, man, I could definitely see. Yeah, I, I'm gonna see Texas defeating Austin. Oh man, I think I thought I had Houston making it to the final four, but you know what? Give me Texas, and then Arkansas, UCLA. Give me UCLA. Okay. Final four. Here it is. Alabama, Duke. Give me Alabama. I want to see Alabama in that championship game. They apparently have the best player. I want to see the best player shine. And if he really can prove himself, shit, he can make it to the championship game with that team. And then now we got Texas and UCLA. I want UCLA. I'm not gonna lie. UCLA is probably the team that I might I might pick. We'll see. But now that I think about it, now we got Alabama versus UCLA. The championship game at NRG Stadium on April 3rd will be the championship game. And I think will be versus Alabama, UCLA. Who do I think is gonna win it? 
Alabama or UCLA? Oh, man. Huh. This kind of this is this is tough, you know. A lot of I've had a lot of people picking Alabama. I think a lot of uh, Alabama is like the heavy favorite to a lot of people, especially like I saw people on ESPN do their own brackets, and I and I saw like out of six or seven people doing their bracket, I saw like four or five people picking Alabama, and then one like picked, um, one picked uh, I think Houston, and then another picked Texas. I think another one even picked Duke. I think. Um, UCLA, I've seen people pick them in the Final Four, Elite Eight, but not in the championship game. I got them making it this far. But do I have them winning it? Whew. UCLA, Alabama. Who do I pick? I really don't fucking know, man. Um, Let me see the matchup. Let me see the matchup real quick, if they were to face each other. They both have the same record, 29-5. Um, UCLA is the two seed and Alabama is the number one seed. Um, Alabama averages more points. They have a better record against the top 25 teams, 7-4 compared to 3-4. and four. Conference record, they're almost very similar. Alabama averages more points. Um, losing starting Jalen Clerk. Oh, shit, they lost a big, they lost a big player to an Achilles injury. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That might affect them, man. That might affect them. Damn. I feel like that player that they lost, that Jalen Clark, I feel like it's probably going to show in the national championship. I mean, it might show that they might need him, you know, throughout the whole tournament. But if they're comfortable, like, who do I have UCLA beating? I have them beating Texas. I have them beating Arkansas, Gonzaga, Boise State. Okay, so I have them beating UNC Asheville. They should defeat them probably. Boise State, Gonzaga, Arkansas, and Texas. Alabama, I had them beating Texas AMCC, Maryland, San Diego State, Baylor, and then Duke. Damn, this is tough, man. This is kind of crazy. Um, but you know what? <sighs> Bama, UCLA. Bama, UCLA. Fuck. Fuck. Give me Bama. Give me Bama. <laughs> I don't want to be generic, man. It's, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. I, uh, give me Bama. Fine. Fuck it. I, I, I wanted to be different, but you know, no, fuck it. Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. I'm going to be wrong. I'm going to be wrong. Probably 79. No, no, no. 80, 81 to 77. Uh, UCLA is going to defeat Alabama. 81 to 77. All right, UCLA Bruin right here, I guess. Boom, boom. Here, submit. UCLA. Oh shit, I have to Hold on. Let me let me fill out this shit to save it. Hold on. There is my motherfucking bracket, bro. UCLA defeating. Because I I feel like that's just what's going to happen. I I don't know. They're a problem? Exactly. Um, Jesus, they're asking me a bunch of fucking questions. All right. Favorite NCU Miami. That's my favorite team. But unfortunately, I don't have them winning it. All right. Boom. Boom. UCLA, guys. 
UCLA. So as you can see my bracket right there, actual proof that I have UCLA as my pick. And also as you can see the championship game here, right here, boom. So boom. Alabama, or Alabama, uh, Alabama, UCLA, 81 to 77. Boom. That is my uh, that is my bracket. So I have South Carolina and UCLA taking home the national championship um, for the women's and for the men's uh, basketball tournament, uh, college basketball March Madness tournaments. This should be a very fun uh, tournament to watch. This is gonna be entertaining as fuck. I'm I'm very excited to watch these uh, these two teams uh, go against each other. Hopefully in the in the championship game. If I'm actually right. I would be shocked if I'm fucking right. But we'll see if I am. Um, and yeah. I'll see you guys in a bit. Take care. And peace out, my friends.